get the house you want with the payment you want at buywithconrad.com. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. The first step to buying a house is buywithconrad.com. This is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we're going to be discussing my triumphant return to the ring. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How you doing today, Paul? Hey, Kurt. It's good to see you, man. I'm doing great, and uh, I know you just got back from a nice long week in the Bahamas. How was it with uh, Giovanna? Oh, we had so much fun. The water was crystal blue. The resort was awesome. It was beautiful. The food was incredible. Every day we went to the beach and then later on we'd go up to the pool. Uh, we went parasailing. We were going to go swim with the pigs, but it was a three hour trip on a boat and there was no way my knees were going to make it, but we really wanted to do that. I don't know if you heard about that, but you can swim with pigs in the Bahamas. It's That's pretty awesome. crazy. I wanted to do it even with my knees. Well, dude, I'm glad that you were still able to enjoy all of what you were with your knees. So that's good. Yeah, I was very fortunate, but, um, I did a lot of walking and my knees got really sore, but, uh, it was worth it. <laughs> now I saw all kinds of social media posts and I'm sure everybody that follows you listens to the show. did as well. And it looked like you guys just had the most absolute blast. Giovanna just poetically waxing how amazing these 10 years have been living with you. And, uh, but in all seriousness, I'm just so glad you guys were able to get away and celebrate you know and it looked like you just had an absolute blast together so so you know what we never had a honeymoon this was a honeymoon so it was really important that we did this oh that's awesome looked like you had great weather a great time but it's good to have you back and i'm sure it's just hey got back to reality back to the real world back to the kids and all that that comes with it yeah back to reality you're right (laughs) (laughs) well listen let's let's jump in um and we're gonna talk about you said too we're going you said your triumphant return to the ring and that's what this show is all about because uh, we had discussed your 20th anniversary of Vengeance. It was 2002. But today, we're going to the build-up to Vengeance 03. And it was your big return to the ring after your next surgery, Kurt. Uh, you won your fourth WWE title at this show, uh, defeating Brock Lesnar and Big Show in that triple threat rematch. But I want to touch on uh, what Meltzer had to say. Because following your WrestleMania 19 uh, March match, uh, you took a couple months off due to this next surgery. And Meltzer reported about it. And so I want to read kind of the write-up that he had to write, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. And uh, before I get into this, your doctor's name, just so I don't butcher it, what was his name that you met with? Dr. Joe. Dr. Joe. All right. Korean guy. Korean guy. Okay. So here's what Meltzer had to say. Kurt Angle made the decision to go with the minimally invasive surgery techniques of Dr. Joe with an operation for his damaged neck scheduled on April 11th in Pittsburgh. The decision had been one of considerable controversy 
because it was contradictory to the diagnosis of Dr. Lloyd Youngblood, who had been the company's go-to guy for wrestlers with neck problems. Youngblood had recommended that Angle retire, while Joe said Angle uh, could be back in action in four to six weeks, although internally the expectations are that he won't be back that quickly. No exact time frame estimate for his return can be accurately assessed until after the surgery. Angle met with Joe again after WrestleMania and was leaning toward him until making the final decision a day or two later. In an article on the company's website, Angle cited the fact that after taking a year off uh, for surgery from Youngblood, that a few years later, Steve Austin is in need of another neck fusion surgery. While still not publicly being said, his career is considered over whether he gets the surgery or not. So, Kurt, let's start here. How involved was the WWE in your decision-making process? Well, WWE was involved because they introduced me to Dr. Youngblood. He was the WWE doctor for necks. And I went to Youngblood, and he told me, you know, I'd have to fuse three vertebrae, which means I need to retire. Um, I wasn't ready to retire. Uh, and, and this was a blessing in disguise. My ex-father-in-law got a call from Dr. Joe. And uh, he said, hey, I, I heard about your, your son-in-law, uh, that he uh, broke his neck and he has a neck uh, a problem with his neck. Um, I can fix him and he can be back in six weeks. I thought Dr. Joe was a crazy chiropractor that was going to try to magically crack my neck and, you know, make it better. Um, so I did the research on him and found out that a lot of people had a lot of success with his minimally invasive surgeries. They're called lapidectomies. What they do is when your neck, when you break your vertebrae and you, um, and your discs are in between your vertebrae, your discs slide a little bit to the side, right or left. And what that does is it blocks the nerves that are coming out of your vertebrae that run down your arm. And that, that can cause you to feel numbness and, and your motor skills will get all messed up. You won't be able to move your arm, lift your arm because that nerves being blocked by that disc. Yeah. yeah the the disc. disc. Yeah. So, um, it was, um, this surgery was different. It was relatively new. And, uh, I, you know, when I heard that, you know, I could be back in six weeks, I was like, I'm going to take this, you oh, know, I'm, man. I'm not going to young blood because he wants me to retire. And this doctor's telling me I don't have to retire. So it was a pretty easy decision. Still, I'm sure the decision process couldn't be easy. I mean, obviously you and, and your wife at the time obviously had to sit down and weigh the pros and the cons. Was that there was no as, there was no there was no option. Really? You were just like, I'm doing it. <laughs> no, I don't care. I, Dr. Youngblood wanted to fuse my neck and have me retire. Um, yeah. you know, and the thing is, fusion, if you're gonna fuse and still wrestle, the problem with that is your fusion, that part is intact. Yeah. Okay. The, the vertebrae above and below become weaker because they have to stretch even more because that fusion you. is intact and that, and then you need more fusion above and below your neck. So fusion is not an option. It shouldn't be an option while you're still wrestling. If you retire, that's when you should get fusion. So you, you decide on this procedure. This is the same procedure, by the way, that we just talked about a few weeks ago, Jason Jordan uh, had done. You make the decision. You talk to WWE about it. Are they all for it? supportive hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, they were cool about it. Uh, they, they, they knew that, uh, I wanted to continue to wrestle. And as long as I got cleared by a doctor, which I did by Dr. Joe, that's all they care. I was about. in the game. You know, I was game. Yes. Okay. Cause I knew they had their man young blood. So I was curious what that, listen, I don't know if like. it would happen now, 
yeah. today with the liabilities and everything. Uh, I'm not sure that WWE would go forward and just say, "Hey, I'll let this doctor pass you." And sure, you know, when another doctor, when your when your doctor, your WWE doctor Same, says no you way. need to retire. Yeah. So I don't know if it would happen today, but back then uh, I was able to get away with it. Okay. All right. And you said it, you wanted to return. That's the bottom line. And, and, and that's how it all happened. Well, Meltzer would go on and I want to read this to you too. He said angles, left arm had started to atrophy as was noticeable at WrestleMania, but has gotten worse as pressure on the nerve had limited blood flow into his left arm. He did more damage to his neck by attempting to perform a match of the year at Mania as he was unable to lift his left arm above his head after the match. His strength way down on the left side two weeks ago is now almost non-existent going into the surgery. Angle, who turns 35 in December, will need neck fusion surgery at some point, which he said will be after his career is over. He isn't planning on that being for many years because this is a new procedure and six weeks out sounded too good to be true. Many were skeptical. If Angle is going to be able to wrestle a few more years, no doubt future wrestlers with neck problems will be going to Dr. Gel. The worst case scenario is probably that Angle's neck will be back in bad shape if he returns too quickly and would need the originally suggested surgery and be out a year. All right, Kurt. So I want to talk about this a little bit. He mentions the atrophy in the left arm. You barely being able, do you remember all this occurring for you? Yes, yes, I do. I, I could barely lift my left arm during WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar. Uh, it was a problem and uh, I need to have it fixed. And that's why I was going to go to Dr. Joe and he fixed it. He did. <laughs> so let me ask you this. It also said that you mentioned, Hey, when I retire neck fusion surgery at some point, Yes, I'm holding off as long as I can, Paul, but I'm still going to eventually have it. Yeah, are you? Okay. That's I don't want to do it right now. I've, uh, my neck is okay right now. Um, I'm not doing anything difficult, uh, you know, heavy duty on my neck, no bumping, nothing like that. So as long as I, I feel the way I do right now, I'm okay with the way it is. But eventually, I, I'd imagine, you know, gravity's going to take over. My neck's going to start to lose its posture, and I'm going to have to have okay. fusion. So right now it's, I'm fine the way it is. And, but if something else starts to happen for me, then I'll look into it type thing. Gotcha. All right, there you go. Well, Hey, there's everything you ever needed to know about Kurt and his neck and his neck surgery and all that good stuff. So let's get into it. You returned on the June 5th SmackDown in Anaheim. Neck surgery is complete. Are you feeling good at this point though? After this, after the simple surgery? Yes. Yes, I was. Um, he definitely fixed me. Uh, you know, I didn't have any atrophy in my left arm anymore. Okay. It was still, I, I lost a little bit, you know, uh, size, but, but it didn't atrophy any worse. So, you know, when you atrophy for a couple of months and it stays like that and you don't have the surgery right away, you're not going to gain that muscle back, mm. but you want to make sure it doesn't continue to atrophy. And it didn't. All right. So the muscles stopped atrophying uh, where they were, but, and you're not feeling though, any major pain whatsoever after that surgery and you recover, you're feeling pretty good now. No, not until I got injured again, oh, <laughs> which we'll God. talk about in a little bit. <laughs> we will. All right. Well, listen, so it's June 5th, it's SmackDown, it's Anaheim, and now you're a baby face and they've been building up to this playing your classic moments on TV. We're going to watch the clip, Kurt, together. The crowd is freaking red hot, brother, when you return. And the big show decides he's going to spoil the fun. But let's check it out. Our first clip of the week, Kurt's big return.
You know, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but you have no idea how good it feels to hear those words again. Play my music! <laughs> Face me one on one. Because one on one, I'll put you in the hospital again. Permanently. Okay, so, um, These are called breath scripts. <laughs> what you do with them is you open it up and uh, you take one out and you place it on your tongue like so. You better get serious real fast, son. So listen, we'll we'll take it from there. We have a uh, big show. He's going to leave 
Rock comes out to the ring. You and Brock hug, shake hands, show mutual respect for each other. But I want to talk about the big comeback here, Kurt. First of all, how does it feel coming out to that fan reaction after so many months? Oh, man. You know what? I, I left as a heel and I come back as this baby face and the fans absolutely love me. They did. Um, it was the best experience of my professional wrestling career. I, I never thought in a million years the fans would just turn like that and support me 100%. It, it was a pleasant surprise. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, I think the Vince was. I just wasn't because, um, you know, I was a heel for, for so many years. And all of a sudden, I become this big baby face because I come back from my neck injury. It doesn't matter, dude. You're so over that you were missed. The WWE Universe needed Kurt Angle in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> and and you and play the music and you're just reveling in the middle of the ring laying down that was that was a cool moment for sure i knew you had to have goosebumps yes i did it, it was absolute uh, pleasure to be in that ring at that particular time what a great feeling ah that's so awesome let's talk a little bit and i saw that you beaming uh from ear to ear just watching it all over again let's talk a little bit about the behind the scenes you of the comeback your return how is it all put together Let's talk about your contact with WWE at the time. Who are you talking with creatively, et cetera? Can you tell us all, a little bit more about that? I, I was in touch with Vince and Vince basically is creative. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you know, he was the one that I kept in touch with, but what they did is they did the promo video about me making my way back. It was a really cool video. I think the song was called clocks and, um, they showed my, you know, my neck injury and the surgery and my, me making my way back and showing some of my great moments in the, in the past in WWE, uh, it was a really cool video. And that started the whole process of my comeback. And then when I came back, it was right there at the show and that's, yeah. I did my promo and, uh, the fans went absolutely crazy. It was awesome. Yeah. And obviously, you know, Hey, you're coming back. You're going to be a baby face. And that's something that you're just talking with Vince about. And Vince is like, Hey, I'm telling you, they're going to love you. And you're like, all right, let's do this. I didn't want to be a baby face. And the reason is because I like being healed better. Don't get me wrong. I like baby face. I like doing it, but I was concerned about team angle and what that was going to, you know, what was going to happen with team angle because those guys were heels and they were, they had a lot of heat. And uh, I didn't know if they were going to turn them babyface or if they weren't ready to be babyface. So I wanted to stick with Team Angle at that particular time, and it just wasn't going to happen. So let's talk about WWE from a hesitancy perspective. I know the doctor cleared you, but were they at all hesitant to, with you at all at the beginning? Or were they were like, all right, you're cleared, so let's just go 100 miles per hour Kurt Angle? Yes, actually, that's what they said. Okay, well, <laughs> they there didn't you go. have a problem with that. As long as I was cleared by a doctor, and I was, Doctor Joe, uh, they were fine, one hundred percent fine with me coming back. What about you, mentally? How were you? I was ready to it? come back the the day after WrestleMania before I even had my surgery. I wanted to come back. I didn't want to leave. I didn't. I didn't want to have my neck surgery. I was focused on my comeback that whole particular time. And the crazy thing is I didn't have to do any rehab on my neck. Um, there wasn't anything. You can't rehab your neck, really, yeah. uh, especially your vertebrae and everything. So, um, you know, all I did was sit at home and wait uh, until, you know, uh, the, the doctor would clear me, which it was uh, six weeks after. The reason that I asked Kurt is Ric Flair. He was in that plane crash back in the 70s, and he said that he had to change how he bumped to protect him and, and he would do the side bump. Did you change how you bumped it all or anything like that? Or it was just like, Hey, I'm going in, I'm Kurt angle. I'll bump and whatever, take the hits just like I did before. 
I don't do anything half-assed and I'm not going to alter my bumps or change my bumps. I bumped exactly the same way I did before the surgery. All right. There you go. You are a freaking machine, my friend. <laughs> so you're a baby face the week after in Orlando, you kicked out Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas from team angle to your point, And then they attacked you backstage. So there you go. You are the baby face, whether you like it or not. And, but you just said, you talked about team angle. You had to be a little upset that they disbanded, right? Yeah, yeah, I was upset because I thought that this faction would be one of the best factions in the history of the business. If we went two, three, four years, um, I thought Team Angle was really special. I thought we had something great. I thought we could build on it, uh, bring in more wrestlers eventually. Uh, maybe even, you know, it wasn't going to happen, but, you know, maybe Brock Lesnar joined it for a little bit uh, because he was an amateur wrestler, sure. you know. So it was all about amateur wrestlers bringing them in. And, and I think that, that Team Angle would have become bigger and bigger. And it would have continued on. Even when I left and retired, I was hoping that Team Angle would continue on with amateur wrestlers. So that that was my focus. That's what I wanted to do. But unfortunately, that's not what was in the plans with Vince McMahon. Was not in the cards, pal. No, it wasn't. Well, hey, you went back on the road beginning June 14th. You're in Odessa, Texas. And for a few shows, it's a mega three-man team of you, Brock, and Taker. You guys are defeating the full-blooded Italians, Nunzio, Chuck Palumbo, and Johnny the Bull Stamboli. What do you remember about these house show matches with the FBI? And do you remember working with those guys? Any stories? Were they easy matches to get back in the ring with these guys? Those guys were great. They, they were great to work with. Uh, very easy. Uh, we all got along really well. Uh, but these matches were for me to ease back in. They were six-man tags. It's a lot easier than tag matches, two-man or four-man tags, or even singles matches. Yeah. So they wanted to ease me in with uh, six-man tags, which I was comfortable with. And how did you like working with Brock and Taker kind of in that situation? Like, <laughs> you know what? The same team? That, that's a, that's a pretty damn good triplet. Um, you know, the yeah. three guys, yeah. The three top guys in the company at that particular time, uh, tagging together. That's pretty awesome. Talk about a super team. There it is. <laughs> well, Kurt, listen, I want to pause right now and tell our listeners about IWTV.live. It's an independent wrestling's premier streaming service for live events and video on demand at past events. It's just $10 a month. You'll get IWTV.live. They offer 20 plus events streamed live each month from top independent wrestling promotions, such as ICW, No Holds Barred, West Coast Pro, and Limitless Wrestling. Additionally, as an IWTV.live subscriber, you have immediate access to their extensive library of over 13,000 hours of video-on-demand content from over 300 independent wrestling promotions from around the world. It includes Beyond Wrestling, Prestige Wrestling, Absolute Intense Wrestling, and H2O. Their extensive library features wrestling superstars such as Orange Cassidy, Jonathan Gresham, Masa Slamovich, Wheeler Yuta, and Eddie Kingston. And you can watch IWTV.live anytime and anywhere. IWTV.live is available on Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire TV Stick, including mobile apps for Apple and Android devices. There's no long-term contracts. So right now, go to IWTV.live and subscribe today for just 10 bucks a month. You can't beat it. If you love pro wrestling, check it out. 10 bucks a month, IWTV.live. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. So, Kurt, your first match back on TV is the 200th episode of SmackDown from San Antonio, Texas, and it aired on June 19th, 2003, and you would defeat former buddy. That's right. We had him on the show, Charlie Haas, and uh, he was with Shelton, and they were now called the world's greatest tag team. Uh, so there you go, man. I, listen, I remember us just talking to Charlie Haas while he was sitting there at that wrestling event, and his son was just... <laughs> kicking ass and taking names as we did. That Charlie show. was coaching him while he was on our podcast. He was, he was like, get him son, get him. Oh, Hey, Kurt and Paul. But, uh, man, how cool was that though? Just to be able to wrestle your buddy, Charlie Haas for a little bit there. Yeah, that was cool. I, I never thought it was ever going to happen, especially, you know, being team angle and we all team together. Yeah. And, uh, I wasn't expecting ever to wrestle Charlie or Shelton, but, yeah. uh, it was, a, you know, it was a pleasant surprise. Uh, because I got to wrestle both of them, and the matches were great. They really were. Well, SmackDown the next week was at MSG, Madison Square Garden, the Mecca, and you and Lesnar and Mr. America, Hulk Hogan, of course, lost the big show. Haas and Benjamin was show pinning Mr. America with a choke slam. This would be Hogan's final appearance with the company for a while, Kurt. What did you think of Hogan portraying this whole Mr. America gimmick for the short time? I thought it added depth. I thought it added personality. I, I really did. I, the way he was, uh, winking at the fans and it, it was a really cute, uh, you know, character. It cute. really was, <laughs> I hate to say it, it's the only way to explain it. It was cute yeah. because, you know, he was pretending to be Mr. America and he'd wink at the crowd and you know, it yeah. was, it was really cool. I, I like the way he was portraying himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was cute. <laughs> it, it was, he was so cute at that role. Well, SmackDown on July 3rd was in Rochester, New York. You and Brock have a little backstage skit at catering and well, let's just watch this ridiculousness together. <laughs> Kurt, here we go. She was talking to me. She was talking to me. No, she wasn't. Yes, yeah, she was. She was talking to the WWE champion. Oh, <laughs> oh really? I think she was talking about the I got Olympic one. champion. No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. She was talking to me, the two-time WWE champion. <laughs> That's a good one. I think she was talking about Kurt Angle, the three-time WWE champion. <laughs> no. Oh, it's true. Oh, yes. Kurt. She was talking about the guy that beat you at WrestleMania for the WWE title. That's who she was talking about. You know what, Brock? I beg to differ. I think she was talking about the man that's going to beat you at Vengeance for the WWE title. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's where you're wrong. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. That's where you're way wrong. Okay. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, Kurt. Mm -hmm. Better keep drinking your milk. I will. Right. Thank you. Later. By the way, Missy, I'm the champ. Right. Oh, it's true. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, champ. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Now, 
Sorry. <laughs> Brock. Oh, man, this is so good, Kurt. <laughs> I love seeing Brock Lesnar like that because this is this you is know, not how he acts now. No, no, he doesn't. But, you know, every once in a while he, he throws in a, you know, a doozy. Uh, you know, like the one time when he uh, had the money in the bank uh, suitcase. Yeah. And he was dancing in the yes. ring. You know, that's, that's Brock's personality. That's the real Brock. What you're seeing on TV is is the serious Brock, the, the ass-kicking Brock. But Brock has a great personality. He is a funny dude. Uh, you two together in that setting with those t- – that was gold, uh, just being goofy uh, and having Paul. fun. No, that was so much fun. Loved it. And you guys aren't done because our next clip, you guys decided you were going to do a push-up contest. <laughs> yes. Oh, we got it, buddy. Here it comes. <laughs> Did you see your face? Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. That was pretty good. <laughs> that hurts. Good. You know, everything has to be a competition with you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I'm a very competitive guy. You know that. Well, since I can't kick your butt to a vengeance, how about we have a little competition right here tonight? We'll name the game. Name the game. All right, how about... uh? A real man's competition. How about push-ups? Ooh, push-ups. Yeah, yeah. Let's see who can do 100 push-ups. Oh. Ooh, 100 push-ups. All right, all right, all right. 300. Like, you can do 300 push-ups. How do you think I won these gold medals, pal? Now, let's do it. You go first. All right. All right. <laughs> So this is what it's like at your level. <laughs> get, get down and do your damn push-ups. All right, come on. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three, four, three, four. Come on! All right, all right, all right. They did those count it. Okay, we'll start with seven. Go. Seven, eight, nine. Out! Two more. You got it, buddy. Two ninety-nine. Come on, come on, bro. Come on. Two, yeah. uh, 99, one more. You got it. Come on, Brian. Brian, buddy. Bring the pain. Come on. Three, uh, one. Uh, you got it. Uh, you got it. 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 Come on, help me out. Uh, you know what? Help me out. Listen, hey, hey. That's okay, you win. Come on! Get back here! Help me out! I can't feel my arms! Come on! Real fun! Oh my goodness. How many did he do in reality? Was that like finishing 10 of them? You know, once the camera cut 15, back? 15, 20, yeah. 15, 20, <laughs> yeah. You can tell us the truth now. Oh man, good stuff. <laughs> Later on in the show, Vince announces vengeance will be Brock versus you and the big show in a triple threat match after the pre after previously said it would just be a singles match with you and Brock. Were they just saving the big Kurt versus Brock singles rematch for SummerSlam? You think Kurt as opposed to yes, yes. That's what they wanted. They wanted the second biggest pay-per-view of the year to be a rematch of WrestleMania 19 Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. 
So they added Big Show into Vengeance to make it a triple threat so that Brock and I could wrestle for the world championship at SummerSlam. And it's going to go further. After that, they wanted me to beat Brock two times in a row because Brock was going to beat me a month after that in an Ironman match on SmackDown. And then we were tied two to two. And we were going to have a rubber match, the fifth match, to see who was the best. So the you know who would win three three wins to two, and I broke my neck again. <laughs> so the story died out and it never happened. Oh, Kurt, what could have been? Now go ahead and tell us who was supposed to win that fifth match. Do you know? They didn't say. Oh, I, I thought for sure I you was. were going to say I'd you. Imagine I would have. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. So then listen, you then cost big show at a no holds barred handicap match versus Zach Gowan and Stephanie McMahon, which in storyline earned Zach a WWE contract. How did you get along with Zach? Let's talk about him a little bit here. Do you think you could have worked out a fun match with him? Was it fun just to be a baby face again? Um, Zach was a great kid. I really liked him. He had a great attitude. Um, I would have loved to work with him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could got an ankle walk on him. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had one option. <laughs> yeah. So it would have been go. difficult. Yeah. Right. Oh but, man. But you know, being a baby face again, it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a lot different than being healed because the fans are cheering for you and, and you get a lot of momentum going your way. And, and, uh, uh, you know, when they're cheering for you, uh, you, you want to do even more, you know, you, you want to push yourself even further. Well, here we go. More antics with Kurt Angle. The next week on SmackDown, the show starts off with a rap battle between you and John Cena, and the big show gets involved, Kurt. We have the footage, because you know what? It's just so much fun to watch you watch these. Here we go. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. You can't see me, dog. Yo, you couldn't find two lines to rob if your brain had low jack. How am I going to get out battled by a wannabe Kojak? Okay, I don't even know what you just said, but <laughs> if you meant if you meant that I could outwrap you, I'm willing to try. Okay, all right, all right. I I, I want you to give me a, a beat, okay? Give me a funky beat, something like that, something cool. what you remind me of that police academy guy that's pretty good <laughs> go ahead keep going, keep going. I'll be straight up. I won't take your crap. You mess with me, and I will make you tap. Word life. Plain and simple right there. 
should be looking at the next WWE Champion. Come vengeance in the Big Show. And Big Show is just staring a hole through Kurt Angle. And look at that. Oh, John Cena ambushing Kurt Angle from behind. What? Cena saw the opening. He sees the opportunity as Angle is fixated on the Big Show. And right here, Big Show pick, picking up the scraps. A humongous choke slam is coming. Kurt's in trouble. Choke slam from Big Show to Kurt Angle. One of the men show me to the triple threat and vengeance for the title. Man, he just picks you up like a toddler, oh dude. You believe he held me up there for like seven oh, seconds? You're just like, like a little kid. Feet dangling and the whole thing. <laughs> but dude you and john cena with the rap battle so good i mean is that brian gewertz helping you write that stuff yes or? it was brian yeah master uh he definitely helped me out uh everything that i did i owe to brian uh he came up with so many great things for me to do uh everything that i did that was funny that was comedic came from brian gewertz thank you brian <laughs> Now, listen, something like that. You practiced in that beforehand, obviously. You got Hebner there doing the beatboxing. Brian Hebner, you guys rehearsing? <laughs> Tell me about the rehearsal for something like that. No, we did not rehearse it, believe it or not. Uh, I did not Shit. have Brian do the beatbox before that. Uh, we just did it in the ring, but it, it worked extremely well. Uh, we we were oh, lucky. We really were. Dude, if I had to go on live TV and do something like that, I would at least say, hey, let's get into a room. You do your rhythm so I can make sure this all paces out okay. Good for you, man. Wow. Yes, yes. Whew. I did it without rehearsing. My goodness. Well, listen, later in the show, Lesnar is forced to face Big Show, Haas, and Benjamin in a Falls Count Anywhere handicap match by Vince, who also doesn't allow you at ringside for either. And the week after... That in Columbus, Ohio, this time you're in the handicap match against show Haas and Benjamin and Brock is not allowed at ringside. So there you go. But you get the win after a bit of help from Zach Gowan. How's your body at this point, Kurt? Are you handling the road again? Pretty good. Neck feeling good. Everything's moving well for you. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing pretty good at this particular time. My body felt great. Uh, my neck felt really good. I was in great shape at this point. Well, listen, it's time to tell you again about something I'm super passionate about, and that's protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for GoliathLife.com, but to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit GoliathLife.com. And I mean right now. Listen, I've lost two friends in their 40s in the last year and a half, and I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it. Protect your family. And I suggest you go to GoliathLife.com because they made the process of getting affordable life insurance super easy. I know because I've done it. Kurt's done it. We have protection with life insurance. GoliathLife.com streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price, you start the online application immediately, and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. As I said, I know all about it because I've done it. They send someone to my office, and I skipped all the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy conversations. GoliathLife.com makes buying life insurance simple. There are no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. GoliathLife.com is life insurance in your hands, on your time. 
Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in just a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. Secured on a SmackDown overseas tour in Japan and Thailand the next few days, they try out the upcoming Vengeance Triple Threat match a couple of times. I, let's talk about that. So we know you had this major neck surgery. You're coming back. You just said, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good in the ring. But you got, you're got you on a long flight here after this neck surgery. That had to be that so you feel stiff, nothing, anything? Oh, no. I, I, I felt soreness in my neck every day. You know, It wasn't to the point that it was unbearable. But yeah, I was in a lot of pain. Uh, there, it was there wasn't a day where I wasn't in pain, okay. uh, but I could deal with it. And and that long trip uh, definitely, uh, you know, wears on you, especially when you're flying in a plane for twelve hours. Um, it can wear on you, and it, it definitely wore on my neck a little bit. Um, but but you know, it was bearable at least. Yeah. Well, on the go home SmackDown before Vengeance from Fresno, Show Haas and Benjamin again would defeat you and Brock. This time teaming with Zach Gowan. And we have the ending of the match, Kurt, so we're going to check that out uh, in our fifth clip of the week. This is the end to that six-man tag match. Let's take a look. The vengeance as Angle comes in off the tag. Some tip in the hip for the Benjamin. But how much of gasoline is in the tank of Kurt Angle? These guys warm up, but Kurt is pretty played up. Kurt Angle, Angle Lock, the Angle Lock. If he locks it in, someday Angle could be champion. He showed Big Show, did, did Haas catch Kurt Angle? No, 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 Haas, Big Show, the F5 swung, which cracked Kurt in the back of the head. Haas is pushed in with a low double leg there. And now Benjamin taking out Brock Lesnar. I don't think Brock meant that, but that F5. Of course he didn't mean it, but nonetheless, Angle's been knocked down, and Big Show is now stalking his prey. Kurt got whacked in the back of the head, the velocity that spin at F5. Benjamin and Haas have Lesnar isolated uh -oh, outside the uh -oh, ring. Uh -oh, oh, my God, slam to Triple threat match at Vengeance. 
Both athletes want the chair. Wait a minute. Daniel and Lesnar are buddies. Questioning Lester about that F5 inadvertently hitting an Angle in the head. Oh, no. oh boy. Just pumping out Brock, quick slapping. And Brock Lester with a shot to Kurt Angle, the champion. And look at Angle. Go for Angle, slap, go Angle, slow. And Brock Lester counters that. Big shot by Brock. This could happen Sunday. Double choke slam by Big So there it is. Big show standing tall, man. And uh, that was a cool spot. That was cool. Yeah. And uh, we're heading to the pay-per-view. So at what point do you know, hey, Kurt, we're putting the belt on you? I knew at this particular time, that night, okay. right there, probably right. a week before the pay-per-view. Okay. Um, I was told I was going to win the title, but I was told that I was only going to carry it um, for a few months. That's what I was told until... The Iron Man match, which Brock defeated me on SmackDown. Kurt, here we are. Vengeance 2003, Denver, Colorado, July 27th, 2003. This is also the first SmackDown only pay-per-view. So here we go. I'm going to play the final clip this week, and then we're going to check out what Meltzer had to say. Okay, here we go. Sounds good. Backlash by Kurt Angle. The extension, that backlash right there, releases Lester. And off the cover, Kurt Angle had a cover during that replay, and Brock Lesnar kicked out. But that that was shades of WrestleMania there. Kurt Angle back to his feet. Brock Lesnar may be in trouble. The championship reign of Lesnar may be tied up. Kurt's fired up, man. Brock's hurting. Brock's hurting. Brock's had a history of rib injury, of rib problems, too, in the past. He might have landed on his with that release German. Kurt Angle going for an angle slam. Brock Lesnar countered. in there. Great fight. Remember, a while back, Lesnar did that to Hulk Hogan, and he got a win over Hogan with it. Made a, turned into a choke, possibly. Got an arm trap, too. This is something you could get Kurt Angle to tap out to here in the middle of the ring. It's a rear naked choke with an arm trap. When I used to do that transmission, I did it a similar way, but I had a half dozen in. You get that arm up in the air, you cut that air off to the brain. And remember, you don't have to retain the title if you're Lesnar on a pinfall. You can do it by submission. Oh, absolutely. If he gets Angle to submit here. This is a great hold right here. It's a great submission. Lesnar's got double grapes in, double grape by the leg. Scissor in the body there with that, that submission around the throat. And I'd love to get another look there. You saw you saw the stomach of Kurt Angle. You see him gasping for breath. Remember the high altitude here in Denver. Check out the ribcage of Angle as he tries to suck air in, and he can't get it through that, that rear naked choke of Brock Lesnar. Also, though, these guys were going at it for 15 minutes. And look at this. Oh, the Giants stirring. One more count, though. The Giants in the ring. And the Big Giants in the ring. sure that it didn't happen. A big angle. And the Giant covering both men. Show 
Who's, who's first? Who's second? Both at both, the same time. They're both going. Double choke slam. Big Show used this for a win on SmackDown. That's Under it. the leg. New Year's Champion. And Brock Lesnar just got the shoulder up. What the hell? Big Show says, let me try angle. Shoulders down again. Lesnar makes sure the three count didn't happen. Oh, well, that says it all. Both. The, the, the Lacuzzo. Oh, no disqualification. Oh, oh, oh. Right in the end bag. There you go. Kurt Angle with the right hand. Taking it to Lesnar. A right hand from Kurt Angle to Brock Lesnar. The champion's reeling. Kurt is bringing those punches. Brock is getting rocked. Here we go. Reversal. Irish nipped into the corner for Kurt Angle. Nobody home for Lesnar. Oh, shoulder first into the steel punch. Oh, oh, Show missed with the clothesline. Kurt Angle shot up underneath the arm. Wow! An angle slam! An angle slam to the big man! That's the second one that Big Show got. The first one he was put to the table. And look at Kurt Angle measuring Brock Lesnar. Another one! An angle slam to the champion! Can Kurt Angle do it? Kurt Angle hooks the leg. He shot him! Are you feeling stuck making minimum payments on your credit card debt? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? Get rid of your credit card debt and lower your monthly payments right now at savewithconrad.com. There it is. You're the champion, my man, with that beautiful belt. I love that uh, championship belt. And Mike Kyoto raising your hand. So what did you think of the match, Kurt? I thought the match was great. I really enjoyed it. I thought uh, some of the spots we did were different. Um, yeah. You know, Big Show doing the same thing as he did before, the double choke slam. Uh, th- that was a great spot. I just thought that uh, the match was really well put together. Meltzer said that Kurt Angle won the SmackDown title over champ Brock Lesnar and Big Show in 17 minutes, 30 seconds. Show got tired fast since they were in Denver, but they worked a very good match. You were a part of it, Kurt, so I can't believe it didn't get four stars. He gave it three and three-quarter stars uh, <laughs> overall. But he's right. Denver, notorious for elevation and, and issues with breathing and keeping wind. Did you have to battle any of that? Do you remember? No, I was always in impe- impe- impeccable conditioning. Yeah. Condition. I, I have always been a really well-conditioned wrestler. It didn't matter if I was in high altitude or not. But, you know, back in the Olympic days, I trained at Colorado Springs in the high altitude. And, uh, you know, being in that thin air and not that that would have helped me, you know, eight years later, but, but I was really in great condition and there was no way that didn't matter how high, high altitude I was in my, my conditioning was outstanding. So overall, you like the match. I love the match. I thought it was a great triple threat match. I wouldn't say it was as good as the rock and undertaker in me, but it was pretty damn good. And how much did you enjoy working with Brock and show? Uh, those guys are great. They're pros. Um, you know, the gr- crazy thing is they're so big and powerful, but they're very light. You don't, you don't get hurt with these guys. They work they're light. Pros. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, hey, we got a couple fan questions, so we're going to roll through those, and uh, then we're going to wrap up the show real quick. Here we go. Patrick Ruth, Kurt Angle show coming off of neck surgery. How is exhausting is it to angle slam two behemoths <laughs> consistently? Well, you know what? Uh, for the most part, those guys got up pretty easily for me. The angle slams, the Germans, uh, especially Brock. Brock was an incredible athlete. He could jump, you know, he could dunk a basketball. Um, uh, big show is an incredible athlete for his size. He's, he was 530 pounds there and, uh, he got up for me pretty good. So, uh, it wasn't that difficult to do it because they did help me. All right. Bryant Herensma said when returning from neck surgery, were you surprised that WWE pushed you right back into the main event and world title pictures? Would have you preferred to work your way back up or were you happy to come back in the top spot, buddy? No, I deserve to be there. That definitely. Yeah. I left it, you know, dropping the title to Brock Lesnar. I wanted to come back winning that title back. Uh, I wasn't, you know, if I didn't break my neck, I wasn't supposed to lose a title at WrestleMania. I was supposed to have a nice long title reign. That's right. And, and, you know, then brought, you know, I meant my neck got injured and they decided to give it to Brock. And, uh, so it was my time to have the title and I wanted to come back as quickly as possible and win that title back. Hazard F5, in retrospect, do you wish you would have taken a little bit more time off after your next surgery? By the way, the promos leading up to the show with you and Brock were hilarious, especially the spitting milk one, and showed us a comedic side we've not seen with Brock. I completely agree. How fun were they to shoot? Oh, Brock was great. He had a great personality. You wouldn't know that uh, with him on TV all the time. He's always really serious. But uh, he has a great personality, and he showed it in these pre-tapes. Um, the, the other question was... Yeah, do you wish uh, you would have taken more time off for the neck surgery? Yes, because I broke my neck again a few yeah. months after this. Uh, Brock Lesnar hit me in the head with a chair, and I broke my neck again, three vertebrae, and I was back a, a, in the same position as I was before. Um, I, I believe that I rushed back and didn't let my, let my neck fully heal. Uh, I've taken chair shots before and my neck never broke this time. It did. But, uh, unfortunately I, I was having really bad luck with my neck and it started in early 2003. I broke my neck again in late 2003. Then I broke it in early 2004 and then I broke it again in early 2006. So four broken necks in two and a half years, bad luck. All right. Uh, well, Kurt, listen, I know we get, we're short on time this week. We got to go guys. Uh, I know we had some more questions. We'll try to get those in and maybe another time when we go through some of this topic, but before we get out of here, uh, listen, want to talk about some things we're going to catch, catch, uh, and talk about next month, a rematch from WrestleMania 19 with you and Brock for that championship that we talked about, but next week, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, a name that's all through the headlines right now, buddy, your experiences with him, your highs, your lows, how much you loved and hated him working with him, ribs, fights, takedowns, <laughs> all that and more is coming right here on the Kurt angle show. Kurt, we'll move quick. Cause I know you got to run. You got a doctor's appointment. Check him out. Physicallyfit.com. Get his chicken snacks, 20% off angle pod. Also KurtAnglebrand.com. That's where you can find all your Kurt Angle gear, cameos, t-shirts, milk cartons, all that great stuff. WildcatBelts.com. Two belts left. That American Hero Total Belt. Go to Wildcat Belts and be one of the rarefied air. One of those ones that can have a piece of history with that belt. And then come visit me and Kurt August 27th, Wrestling Night at the Park for the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. Google their site. Check it out. Fly out. See us. We don't care. We love you. Appleton, Wisconsin. Kurt's throwing out the first pitch. Buddy, it's been my pleasure. I went a little rapid fire there at the end, but I did it in respect of you. <laughs> you I got hope the you, job done, Paul. <laughs> buddy, good luck at your doctor's appointment. 
appreciate you. you. This was a lot of fun this week. I had fun too, brother. All right. On behalf of Kurt Angle, this is Paul Bromwell. We'll see you right back here next week talking all things Vince McMahon. You don't want to miss it, I promise you, on the Kurt Angle Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.